Jay and I taking you into your weekend. Hope you have big weekend plans. Any weekend plans you got, Jay, that you uh, are willing to share with us? Oh uh, yeah, tonight I'm gonna go check out my uh, one of my brothers, and I, I say that I'm the only child, but he's one of my brothers, one of my great friends. He hosts, he uh, coaches Christian Brothers High School, the boys' nice. basketball, uh-huh. and so they're in the second round of the playoffs. They're playing at Placer. Uh, tonight, so I'm gonna go check that out. Tomorrow, I'm gonna go with the wife and check out uh, the new Bob Marley movie. One nice. love, yeah. So uh-huh. we'll take a dip on out that way, and uh, you know, just living, sir. Yourself, anything fantastic? We're, headed, uh, we're going to Point Reyes for the weekend. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the weather's supposed to be come on inclement, but not for the whole time. That's right. By the way, I think I told you the story before, but I don't think I said it on the air when I was in the ninth grade. Uh, I was playing uh, Vallejo Junior High, and we we're playing Christian Brothers. And we're playing in a, a woodland tournament. And I thought, I didn't know, Christian Brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. They're all Christian. It must be a Christian school. Yeah. Uh, and we're playing, and this guy scores a layup, and we're going down the floor. And I said, hey, nice shot. And he goes, hey, F you, buddy. And I was like, <laughs> what? Well, I, I thought it says Christian Brothers on Hey, you better yeah, recognize. So. <laughs> it's, just, it's CB, but it's in, it's yeah, in the hood, man. All right, I get it. I get it. Uh, my mistake. Yeah. yeah. And well, you know, can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> it, it got a taught you got taught a, a very good lesson right then and there. I mean, end. he could have just not said anything. That's right? true. That's and true. And I really, I wasn't like I was making. Maybe he thought I was making fun. Maybe, of Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was his first bucket of the game, and you had him locked yeah. up. Man, are you uh now? I mean, and I don't mean to be in your business, so you don't have to tell us. Are you uh? Airbnb? Are you hoteling? Are you? No, we're staying at it. Friends. In. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I, it's not that I don't want to tell you. I can't remember. Yeah, but uh, no, no. Yeah, you, my wife I, made the. I wouldn't want. Boy, yeah. I got you. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't tell you anyway. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't want anybody be hanging out looking for autographs right. or anything. Right. TMZ, uh, you. Looking forward to that. So hope you have whatever your plans are. Hope uh, you're planning fun slash relaxing slash great weekend without football, which we'll get to. We're still um, figuring out where we should be with the A's and the news today that Sacramento is the front runner. You know, I've seen it in some corners. Sacramento is a front runner. My understanding is Sacramento is the front runner, at least is considered such uh, by the athletic to land the A's on a temporary basis. So we've been trying to figure out, you know, this whole mess. What does it mean for us? What does it mean for Sacramento? Uh, Derek Vercelli says, you can say it's a customer's fault for not showing up to games, but the reason why we didn't show up to games is because the way the team is being run and the decisions that are being made for moving. And I think that's a great point, Derek, because in my opinion, for years, A's ownership has been trying to drive people away. Some of it has been subtle, some of it not so much. So that at one point they could go, well, no one's coming, so we're going to have to leave. And I think when it finally got to that point, it was actually when negotiations broke down uh, with Oakland. Everyone said, well, you can't say that. Yeah. To to your point there, you can't you can't say that. There are very good reasons why we weren't coming, but there's also a notion, Jay, that the A's really did that Fisher wanted to stay in the Bay Area and was Man, hoping please. to get a deal. And when COVID hit, um, it hit him in such a way that he had to do something sooner rather than later, and then he had to set his sights elsewhere. I I don't know. Yeah, well, one thing I do know is this. That for years, and you can speak to this better than I can, being around the game and, and being blessed to be here longer than I have so far, Oakland A's fans came out in droves. It was the place to be at one point in time. And the other part of that, too, that goes along with that is, is being, and, and this is something what Derek is saying is, 
You know how many times we clamored to get a free agent? You know how many times we clamored? And this even goes back further than John Fisher, but how many times we've clamored to keep our own stars, our own homegrown guys, and and Mr. Fisher and other owners prior, Lou Wolf, and all these guys prior to that did not sign that. We've never had a $100 million guy for Oakland A's, you know. So would John Fisher and the group and ownership group you know, trying to say, like, look, look at us. We, we've we done everything. We've put things out. No, you haven't. You really haven't. You haven't put the best product out. And albeit there's a reason why a lot of people respect Billy Bean because he's done a lot more with a lot less. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, were if you enabled him to sign, you know, big-name players and big deals, no doubt people would be coming. You know, no doubt they would be they coming. They did in, uh, as you know, the late 80s, 90s. Yes. You know, Tony LaRusso's Come on. A's, three straight pennants, and that place was hot. It was rocking. Yeah. Super rocking. Mm-hmm. And so, it was a great team, too. Absolutely. And the A's have had. Still should have won more than one World I Series. Agree. I agree. Don't, don't start there. But why do you, I mean, we're still already. me. I, I get How it. How did that team win one World Series? I know. How'd they lose to the Dodgers? Pfft. <laughs> Tell me about it. We come were on. like four years older. Yeah, but, but still. The, come on, Eckersley. <laughs> yeah. Why would you put that little weak slide piece up the middle to, to a, a hobble uh-huh. guy? The one thing he can yes, hit. Yes, I know, man. I'm with you. And then don't get me wrong on the uh, get me started on, on Chris Sable on the Reds and but I think that the A's ownership group has done everything wrong. It looks that way, and it's not. It's tough to say that because I don't know. But the optics of what have they done right? There's very few things that sit in that bucket, Whitey. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is more or less like. You know what bothers me too is how they've pulled the wool over baseball for so long about needing uh, league revenue sharing. Oh yeah, you don't need that in Oakland. You don't need that in Oakland. Well, they figured out the formula. I Put a bad it. team, spend a little money. Yes, bad team, no one comes. Hey, you owe us money. Small yeah. market. We're a small market. No, think, you're not. I think that's one reason why the owners have said, let's just get it out of get there. Get out of there. Yeah. Get them out of there. I will say they have needed Oakland, no matter who's owning them, they've needed a new stadium. For you know That stadium is very true. It's like, oh, we all have memories if you've been going there since you were a kid. But, you know, compare that to other ballparks. Yeah. It's like that's substandard. It's very just, true. Very and true. that's being very, very polite. Yes. To say substandard. Yeah. That's That's one of the things I can absolutely attest to is – you know, the city of Oakland has definitely failed the ball club when it's come to, you know, creating. And even when you have the Raiders there, it's like we all can't get along. I'm not counting people's pockets, but you guys have money. Hey, they built Mount it Davis, out. which actually made everything worse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen. I don't, you're probably too young to remember this. Maybe not. But before Mount Davis, you had ice plant out there, and then you could see the Oakland Hills of course. and center field. I mean, I'm too That's young. I, I mean, nice. it, I've done my research now. <laughs> you know, I don't I, I don't really remember it as a child. Uh-huh. A little bit. You know, going to a game or two. But, yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's not over. It's far from over. What role Sacramento is going to play? We'll see. What role should we want Sacramento to play? I think if there's a consensus based on what we're hearing from people and seeing from people, most fans would be like, this would be great. It'd be a chance for Sacramento to showcase itself, and we would have Major League Baseball here for a few years. I like what Ramsey said, though. I think you kind of got to get something on paper, and who knows what that when what paper means when it comes to ownership, when it comes to John Fisher, when it comes to Rob Manford, but something of, look, we scratch your back, scratch our back. Yeah. I would like that. What do you need? 
Let's just let's just spitball. For me, I it, it would be an expansion team. <sighs> See, we're not going to get that. It would be an expansion, especially team. because baseball can say, "Look, you've never had. We don't know how this is going to go." You know, true. Maybe if you, I don't know. I was going to say if you hit, you put in some sort. Yeah, of there might be clause. Cla- like if yeah. we draw this many, but, sure. You know that gets pretty. Tricky. The other part of it too is, and I, I know most people mind jump straight to money. It's like, oh, I need this amount of money. I think the other part of that too would be assistance in, you know, the infrastructure of what the city may need, which is hotels. Hmm. Really, a lot of what the city needs is hotels and, you know, more big business and on the hook of some form of, you know, and a league can't help out another league. I don't think that really works, but something, you know, of the form of like, look, MLS, if you were able to take Hmm. a part of, of yeah, like, you know, like we have something in writing from baseball that says they're going to put, uh, you know, uh, another infrastructure, I mean, another piece of infrastructure into the city and you know, it's kind of guaranteed and you can trust the league, you know, mm-hmm. the money's there and they're going to build another 200 hotels. You know, it's got to be something like that, that moves the needle forward when yeah. it comes to sports. The, the question is, I think Sacramento got to this point where right now they're, we're considered a front runner by being very proactive and going out there. Hey, look, you, how about us? How about us? How about us? So obviously you lose some leverage when you're doing that. But now you're to the point where now it's a, it's a question of, all right, well, how much do the A's need Sacramento? Right. If, if Sacramento is emerging as the leading candidate, then maybe Sacramento does have a little bit of leverage. But the main thing has just been, hey, what about us? What about us? And I think city officials have to be delighted that we're even talking about them coming here for a few years, aside from mm. any, you know, contingencies. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to help you through this tough football weekend. And here's the thing. You can help us help you, and you, we can all help each other. Uh, oh, we do have Seth Everett. I'm sorry. I apologize. We have Seth Everett. And give me the uh, info on Seth Everett, please, Jay. Well, he, he's a – he's a. let me say this. As a friend um, – Seth has been intertwined in, into MLB as long as I've just about been alive, and I, he may take that the wrong way because he's not that old. But uh, he hosts the, the, the Sports with Friends and Hall of Justice, of course, podcast, iHeartMedia. But Seth is as close to someone as in with baseball that I trust that I've ever been around. He's worked for the league. He's been around for Seattle, you know, of course, Colorado. He's been a lot of places. He's been intertwined with MLB. Um, and he's just very knowledgeable when it comes to baseball. And he's something, as I said, he's someone that I truly trust and I value opinion when it comes to the game I love. Yeah, what this all means for Sacramento going forward with Seth Everett next year. Drive Guys, Sacktown Sports. Purple Beam, Purple Beam. It's the Drive Guys here. Uh, we're still digesting the news today that Sacramento has emerged as a front runner to land the A's on a temporary basis. Helping us uh, digest that. Nice enough to join us. MLB Insider, host of the Sports with Friends podcast, Seth Everett. Seth, thank you so much for your time. I know this saga of the A's relocation, uh, a lot of twists, a lot of turns. What do you make of today's news from The Athletic that Sacramento is considered the front runner to be that temporary spot between Oakland and Vegas? Well, thank you for having me on. I wonder how many times Jay tried other people before me. I'd be zero. 
Yeah, he was. You were like, uh, we had somebody lined up already, and then I believe you were the first name you mentioned. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I bumped somebody. Nice. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll take that. You know, I've been covering this relocation story for the A's back when there was contract contraction in Oof. 2002. Wow. I was working for the league back then, and I thought the Twins and the Expos were going to disappear, and with less game, with less teams, I thought uh, the league would be in better shape. The AIDS saga has been an eyesore for baseball. Um, but I have two questions because I don't live out there and I'm a cord cutter. Sure. So for me, everything's an app. I don't know what channel games are on. NBC Sports Bay Area and NBC Sports California. Do they both air the A's? No. The A's are on NBC Sports California. Yes. Which is kind of a secondary outlet. NBC Sports Bay Area has the Giants, right. so that's okay, why. But, yeah, but yeah. NBC Sports California can still be seen in Sacramento and Oakland. Yes, sir. Yes. So the so so the key to the whole deal, and the reason Sacramento is the favorite, is they get out of that that that, that, that the Coliseum, whatever. I, I was going to call it a, a you know a disgusting plumbing situation well sal, but, Band, sal banda used to call it the oakland mausoleum so i think sometimes yeah, that's it's, it's gross there yeah. why is the floor always wet i never understood that <laughs> uh but that building they get out of that building but stay on nbc sports california that's yeah. my point yeah so the key there is is that they would still get their tv money Correct. So it's almost a foregone conclusion because if they move to Salt Lake, even for two years, yeah, they'd have to leave NBC Sports California, and thus they would lose all their television revenue. RSNs are in crisis mode right mm -hmm. now, and so, you know, I've done, uh, you know, I did a podcast last week about the state of sports media, and the idea that the A's could still recoup some of that TV money and get a temporary home is great. I was listening to you guys beforehand when you're talking about what does, what's in it for Sacramento. You know, if you're talking about a dying franchise from a sport that I don't think is thriving by any stretch of the imagination, coming here, is that going to impact tourism? Is that going to impact the, the, the ability to generate revenue organically? Will people travel to go see them? Those questions, if they're answered, then it can be a positive. Hmm. But I don't think this showcases the the city in a in a positive enough light. Nor would I want. I also heard you guys mention, well, if, if it was going to be a long term franchise, I'd want an expansion team. Let the A's move to Vegas, and then let's bring a team back to Sacramento. Baseball's in no position to expand. Hmm. Mm -hmm. They're losing fans left and right. And mm -hmm. right now, you know, I'm I'm turning 50 in two weeks, by the way. Congrats, uh, man. Jay, I'm expecting a, a, a Of course. I'm going to say no more. <laughs> um, Send your Oakland A's hat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sacramento A's hat. Yeah, uh, Jersey. <laughs> but but the quest, you know, the thing that you have to recognize with regard to, you know, that franchise and what that sport is. So if I'm turning 50, you know, I grew up with baseball. I grew up loving baseball. Uh, baseball was my career for 25 years. When I'm 75, the kid that's 25 now, when he's turning 50, he won't care about this sport the way you or I do. Right. And so, you know, it's kind of like FM radio and cable television. You know, like they're, they're, there's this idea. Everybody wants to pronounce them dead and buried. They're not dying yet, but they're not thriving. 
And so to bring a franchise in for two years, if it has a benefit, it's a positive. But a long-term solution to bring the brand of Sacramento, California to a higher plane, baseball's not involved. Interesting. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. It, 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 Seth, I, I have a long drawn out question when it comes to or I should say a long range question I'll hold that off because I when it, at the end of this I want to kind of get your thoughts on where this does go but to well, to get can I to read that your mind you're saying Vegas doesn't want him anyway right so come to Sacramento <laughs> right things will be so swimming here <laughs> it'll be wonderful and then they'll they'll, they'll squash the, the Vegas deal that's where I know your brain well going. yeah and, and at the same time <laughs> let's just get rid of Vegas altogether and let's play ball here in Northern California, albeit it's San Jose, Fremont, Newark, Union City, Sacramento, you know, something of that sorts. And you've been around, as you said, you've worked for the league. You've been around baseball. You're in the end. You have these conversations. And I, I think I told this to, to Whitey is I, y- you love baseball, and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Please correct me. You're not a Manfred guy, but you love baseball so much that you respect it. Am I correct on that? Well, Rob and I have history. Right, uh, right. And, you know, when he was a lawyer for MLB, if I thought for a second he would have become commissioner, I'd have been so much nicer to him. <laughs> um, and then and then uh, a good friend of mine, and I'll, I'll plug a book real quick. I, it's not a book I wrote. Uh, but uh, a guy by the name of Eddie Dominguez, a former uh, MLB investigator who was let go by the sport when he got a little too close, wrote a book called Baseball Cop. Yeah, And I put him on Sports with Friends to talk about his time as an investigator. And I had it corroborated with two of the great investigative journalists uh, all along, uh, but Christian Redd and Terry Thompson, two extraordinary reporters. And I put all three of them on Sports with Friends, and Rob Manfred heard it. Mm. And when uh, I, I, I reached out to baseball about a credential or so, something I needed for something, And they were saying, oh, Rob was uh, looking to talk to you. And I said, oh, okay. Well, his office is in New York. I live in New Jersey. I'll come. I'll bring my microphone. We'll do a podcast. I'll have Rob Manfred (laughs) on Sports with Friends. Good luck. And they said, "Uh, no, he heard your last podcast. So all I say to Rob Manfred is, thank you for listening. Please rate and review because that's how iTunes markets podcast. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Seth Efford is I'm a Manfred us. guy. Yeah. Manfred's saying he's leaving in 2029. Right. I guarantee you anyone who replaces him is an upgrade. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Why do you Agreed. think Rob Manfred and the owners don't seem to care about the optics of this whole mess from the fact that they downgraded, they 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 kind of burn down the ace product and then blame the fans. So you don't come. And fans are like, well, of course we didn't come. It was terrible. Uh, to the whole, the Las Vegas ballpark renderings are ridiculous and they keep having to change them. Um, and it just, it looks terrible. Baseball doesn't seem to care. Why is that? Well, I, I did a podcast over the summer, this past summer with Mark Mulder. We talked about this exact subject. And back then, and this is when I worked for the league, uh, the A's were charming. They, they were very charming. They had no payroll, but neither did the Twins, neither did the Marlins, neither did Tampa. It, it was charming. Mm-hmm. And it was, look what they could do. Yeah, Moneyball. Yeah. Moneyball, which is a great book, an awful movie. Yes, we, agreed. We all, we're all great. Yeah. Great book, terrible movie. 
Um, but this idea that now I said the word eyesore when I first came on your show, like the A's are not a charming thing anymore. No, it's not, it's not appealing. And, you know, when I, I love the area, I, I you know, I, I've been there so many times. I have so many dear friends, both in San Francisco and you guys, of course, I want what's good for the area. And, I was what I used to say was get the ownership of the A's back then it was Lou Wolf. And I used to say, lock them in a room with the San Francisco Giants people. Yes. And don't let them come out until they come up with an arrangement because Bud deal. You know, when, when I worked for baseball, Bud was my boss and Bud Selig locked the Angelos's in a room mm. with the people that were buying the expos to move them to Washington, to the, the nationals. And I don't know, this is not a big story out, especially out in, in your guys' neck of the woods, but the revenue that the Nationals made on television went to the Orioles. Wow. And that was an or- that was an arrangement, and that was the only way the Orioles would sign off on the uh-huh. Expos coming in and invading their territory. Right. Mm. And everybody has a price. Mm. And so what I used to say was the way to fix this, uh, you mentioned Fremont, Jay. Mm-hmm. That was the gorgeous. That yes. was stunning. I yes. saw the pictures of that. Yeah. That was absolutely gorgeous. That's where they should have gone. And the reason they didn't was the Giants. Giants. That's right. Blocked and them. all I say is, what's their price? Mm. Mm. Uh, so, I, I, and that's where I don't have faith that Manfred found that out. It, gotcha. You know, this is something that I've said on these airways quite a bit, and I sound like a Giants hater. But well, I, aren't you? Well, yeah, I am. Okay. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not opposed to saying that, but – it's a breakdown because I don't think everyone knows, you know, like when you sit down and look at the map of territory when it comes to the A's versus the Giants, like the Giants have everything. When you sit down and look at the A's gave it to. Them. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing. They they're not scratching their back, you know, backwards. I should say they're not mm-hmm. reciprocating the love that they gave them to get the Giants to stay in San Francisco. But speak to that saga because you were a part of that situation and, you know, enlighten some of our, our, our Giants and A's fans of how that actually kind of came about. Well, it was actually before my time, uh, actually before my time on this earth, um, because what took place when uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers wanted to move to LA Mm -hmm. they needed a dance partner and baseball had to come up with incentives for the New York Giants to follow the Dodgers out west and at that point don't forget the the A's were either if if my timeline's right they were either in Philadelphia or Kansas City and so the Giants took the territory you know the giants were the, the 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 pioneers so to speak in in a sports landscape and baseball went out of their way to subsidize the giants because they needed a a dance partner for the for the dodgers the dodgers couldn't have every road trip especially you know with air travel as 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 minimal as it was back then they couldn't have the dodgers traveling across country for every road trip they needed someplace else to go mm-hmm. and that's where this started my only argument was the Baltimore Orioles existed for like half a century after the Washington Senators left. So if you could sit there with a stubborn, you know, what I'm not going to use a curse word on this because we're not doing Thank a you. podcast now, but just Angelos is an absolute clown. <laughs> and you convinced him to do a TV deal to let the Nationals exist. 
how did baseball fail? And when Manfred took over, this was way before uh, I did that podcast, before I even had a podcast. Rob Manfred, when he took over, said to me face to face, my number one priority is not pace of play. It's not fixing the game. It's not the media rights. It's fixing Tampa and Oakland. Mm. And the difference was at the time, Tampa had like 16 years left on their lease. Now I think they have two. Hmm. All and right. By the way, Rob, yeah. Uh, yeah. please like, rate, review. That's how podcasts. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Seth, we appreciate your insight very much, especially here it is, you know, Friday, a holiday, and I'm sure you're making your holiday plans. So thank oh, you. Can for... I tell you what I'm doing? Uh, please. I'm going to MetLife Stadium tomorrow night for the outdoor hockey game between the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers. Look at you, brother. It's going to be 28 degrees and windy in that football stadium. I've seen a Super Bowl there. I've seen dozens of Jets and Giants games now, and now I'm going to see hockey. My beloved Devils are going to take on the Flyers, and we are going to freeze our tushies off. Living large. (laughs) uh, Early birthday present. Thank you, Seth. Enjoy it. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Okay. Uh, some interesting historic uh, background on this whole yes. mess. And we'll continue to unravel uh, the A's saga. Sacramento. Now, does Sacramento, should we even want the A's? Next with the Drive Guys on Sackdown Sports. Thank you, Jay, for lining up Seth Everett, who was popular with our uh, YouTube viewers. Uh, Brian Knutson says, you need that guy on more. I thought him very entertaining. And Megadeth Knight says, and he uses family-friendly terminology. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole thing about the A's, we're talking a lot about the A's today because of the news that, Sacramento is a front runner now to land them as a temporary uh, home. And the A's were dominant, you know, in the 90s, and the Giants were um, in the 80s. They slapped struggled. around. Yeah. yeah. And there was, they almost, they almost left. Yep. Uh, they almost went to St. Petersburg, yes. which, by the way, is how Tampa Bay ended up with an expansion team to the point Brody Brazil made earlier. But my understanding is, long story short, that the A's, uh, the Haas family, they gave the Giants the South Bay territories. The territories. And yeah. just, like, gave it to them. Like, well, you know, we want both teams in the Bay Area. Um, let's just give them that. And then the Giants were like, well, we're not we're not giving that back. When the A's wanted to move to San Jose, yep. remember that? The Giants said, we're not giving that back. Nope. <laughs> yep. If you sit down and look at the map. Given to them. Yeah, you and it, it was, I guess for, and I said this, is, you know, to keep the the Giants here in yeah, the Bay Area, it was a kind of a goodwill gesture. Goodwill gesture. Which now that there's no place for that, in, yeah, nah. in sports. And the Giants are not giving that back. They're no, they're sir. like Fremont, please. We're not giving you that. San Jose, yeah. not a shot. Yeah. Sacramento, no way, not right. a shot. Like how Sacramento is the Giants' territory. When you look at the map, Sacramento is cut into the Giants' territory when it comes to the MLB map. Ooh. I didn't know that. I wonder if that's going to be an issue. At, here. Well, it, it won't be now because, I mean, technically, you know, I think it's transitional because uh-huh. days would be transitional. They yeah. would, you know, factor into it. But the other part of that, too, is, and, you know, we've seen it here, like being the new home of the San Francisco 49ers compared to, you know, who who, who holds the game in the Bay Area. I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, and this is way above my pay grade. I'm this is just my opinion. I mm-hmm. don't know any of these facts. But I'm pretty sure a conversation was had to be like, listen, if you guys are going towards Sacramento, you know, we have and not to get technical, we have geographs in radio. Like, look, you have to turn down that signal 
to a certain extent, you know, and mm-hmm. we want the 49ers to be heard if you're over this way when it comes to the Bay. And it's just so interesting how, how the A's have kind of dug themselves into a hole. Well, to Seth's point, Seth was saying, you know, someone needed to find um, the point at which the uh, the Giants would agree to all this, to let the A's share the territory. And, and I don't know that the Gi- there was such a point. He said, you know, everyone has their price. Sure. Yeah. And I, I was at the A's flagship when the, some of that was going on with Commissioner put together the blue ribbon panel to solve this and – I remember talking to Lou Wolf and about, you know, well, can you guys figure out something with the Giants? Kind of like uh, the the Angeloses did with the uh, with, uh, Washington Nationals. Nationals. And I don't think the Giants were going to play ball. I don't think there was any way. I don't think there was a, a price where the Giants would have said, yep, that's it. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, I think I the league. I don't think they were interested. Yeah, I think the league would have had to come down and put their thumb down on uh-huh. it. And I think that's what uh-huh. Seth was saying is sweeten the pot, figure it out, let's hammer it out, and, you know, we can put out a press release any kind of way we want to form it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, A's are going to give up this, and, and you know, the league, we're going to do this for you. We're going to scratch it back to make it a, a better situation. And, you know, unfortunately, the A's have never, I don't want to say had the opportunity, but the a, the product that they, they put out on the field kind of shows, like, what they believe in when it comes to the organization, because I'm a true believer, Whitey, if you really, really cared, and I I say this, it hurts my heart, man. I truly believe in the last 20, 25 years, and I'm not off the top of my head, the Oakland A's have tried to win the World Series one time, and that's when they went out and got John Lester, and he blew it, of course, being up for four runs, and he he, he blew it, but don't bring, I'm not, I'm going to take myself back there, but I'm just saying I truly believe if this is the product that you're putting on the field, then you're not in this for the love of it. You're not in this to to win. You're in this on a business uh, standpoint. And it kills me that you're not even handling business right. See, the thing about that game was who was it? Was it Soto was catching and he got hurt? And so Derek Norris had to catch and the Royals had all those base dealers, and then we find out, oh, Lester doesn't like to th- throw over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't give them a don't give them an out, Whitey. Ah, they blew it. I know, I know, but don't I give just, them an out. As you mentioned, you know, earlier we were talking about Kirk Gibson and all that, and then as you mentioned that game, it just all of a sudden yes. flooding back. I know. Um, Tin here, appreciate hearing from Tin, but Tin, uh, in this case, I think you're wrong. Tin says Oakland is down the street. Oakland would be happy for Sacramento. Maybe some people would, but we're already we have already been hearing from a lot of Oakland fans who are not thrilled with the idea of the A's setting up camp in Sacramento for a few years. You have A's fans begging Sacramento fans, don't get behind that. Please don't support that. Stay out of it. Yeah, like this isn't your mess. This yeah. isn't support your fight. Stay us out by of not it. supporting that. that. Yeah. So, would it be good for Sacramento to have the A's here for three years? On the surface, you think, yeah. But your buddy Seth Everett suggested it really doesn't help. Given where baseball is right now, and it'd be a temporary thing, you wouldn't draw more visitors. It wouldn't be good for your economy. Do you think it would be good for Sacramento to have the ace here for three years? Uh, in many ways, I would say yes. I would think so. Yeah, I, I would was surprised. Say yes. And he knows, sure. but it surprised me. I, I would say yes in the fact that I think, you know, and he he alluded to this as well. He's not out here. I don't think he gets the feel of Sacramento is trying to take the necessary steps to become, you know, an just urban. Just to raise our profile, correct. A little, even yes. a little bit. Just the bench, you know, just just a bit, you know. And it's it's kind of one of those things where it's any any pro team here probably is a good look. 
you know, anything. And, and you if you're if you're setting, um, you know, the benchmark and, and really looking at what Sacramento could could, I guess, you know, the optic would look for Sacramento, you know, um, being a part of a professional league that's not the NBA, I think it would be a great look. I just it's all the underlining issues that comes with it that is, I guess, has us torn, Whitey. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, it's all the the underlining you know parts of it where, yeah, I, I get you want to set the benchmark, but also at the same time, it's like you you dab you kind of dabbling in other people's mess. We are going to need uh, Sacramento to be involved in the name somehow. You know, I'm just looking up here. Really, you Hornets. think so? Yeah, because you remember even the um, the Oklahoma City. Hornets. They were, they like, they had, I believe they had OKC on their jersey. This was not the Thunder. This was before that Mm -hmm. when New Orleans was um, jumping around. Well, they were, they were displaced by Hurricane Katrina. Right. And then so, and it's not a perfect comparison, but Oklahoma City showed that, look what we can do with a team. And then uh, somebody ended up buying Seattle and moving them there. But I believe they had OKC on their jersey. So I'm just thinking here. What do we get out of this if we're Sacramento? If they're still the Oakland A's and, you know, they're playing somewhere else, no one even knows they have anything to do with Sacramento. Don't we need at least some kind of Sacramento slash Oakland or on the jerseys? Sacco. For even for something yeah. for for three years? Which Don't is, we need that? Which is kind of what, you know, Ramsey, uh, Carla Ramsey yeah. brought it to, the, to fruition is, is what are we getting out of this? You know, on the backside of this, what's on paper? What are we, is it more money? Is it more structure? Is it something down the road? Is it assistance? Like, wh- what are we getting in this financial assistance? And I'm with you. I'm not sure it has to say Sacramento A's, but um, <laughs> I, I guess you, I would say this. I, I have come to this conclusion. If the if Sacramento, the city of Sacramento gets intertwined into this this mess, you need something. I do know that. Mm-hmm. What that something is, I'm not 100% sure, 100% sure. And I'll say this, Whitey. Santa Clara is not San Francisco. Far from. Right. I don't know. I would have to go do the research maybe you know. I don't know what the city of San Francisco has gotten knowing that they're not getting you know, they don't nine times out of 10, they're not getting the the, the hotel revenue. They're not getting the tourist revenue because no one's visiting San Francisco. I won't say no one, but a lot of people are not visiting San Francisco when they're coming in to go to Santa Clara. Um, so I that would be a good study to look at as well. Yeah. Well, I know San Francisco just eventually they just never came to an agreement with the 49ers. Sure. They couldn't afford it. And the 49ers finally said, all right, fine, yeah. we'll do it here. But yeah. the name is still San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they're getting there something. There was a time when we didn't do that. True. Like the Patriots left Boston and they became the New England the Patriots. Patriots. If they did it now, they would just be well, Boston Patriots. You know? <laughs> like the Pistons moved out of Detroit. Right. And they were Arm still the Heels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're still the Detroit Pistons. All right. Been a very uh, interesting day, hasn't it? Do you want to get to our football segment or should we save that for, for next week? What you what you got over there? Well, I'm I'm hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it real quickly here as okay. we wrap things up here. Don't burn yeah. it. We got to help you get through this weekend okay. without football. We'll do that next year. Drive guys on Sackdown Sports. Subscribe to Sack Sanjay. Following Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans NBA team, the Hornets, they relocated temporarily to Oklahoma City. They played the uh, 2005-2006 and 2006-2007 seasons in Oklahoma City as the New Orleans slash Oklahoma City 
Hornets. So you need the name to yes. be involved in it. Yes, it's I got be, you. You know, I don't know if Las Vegas being on the jersey before they're even there is distasteful. Sacramento well, LV, like yeah. you need something. <laughs> LV Sacramento Maybe A's Oakland, or something. Sacramento. The Las Vegas A's by way of Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, but we need, look, you're going to use our ballpark? Okay, we're going to need our names on the jerseys. Mm. All right. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to help you through this no football weekend. Uh, we have the Return of the Empire coming up. So we got a meal, and we've got, of course, uh, Kyle Ledbetter with us. So we're going to do a little roundtable here, guys. Uh, and I'm asking you, and I know Jay and I talked about this earlier, with no football to watch on TV, can you give us and our um, our smartest listeners in radio a player's YouTube highlights that you're saying, hey, maybe you've seen this guy, maybe you haven't. You have to watch. If you're missing football, you got to watch this. And I will start with one, if I may, just to get the ball rolling here. And 49er fans know this, but Ronnie Lott. If you're yeah. missing football, yeah. go check out Ronnie Lott's YouTube video. Now, I was watching highlights today, Jay. Yes, sir. And if, you know, it's, they show him interception, interception, interception. And to be honest, I was a little disappointed. It's like, that's great, but you know what Ronnie used to do? Okay, hit you coming across the middle, through, baby. Boom! Yeah, man. Boom! Man. And back then, of course, you know, now we, oh, that's so, it's dangerous, which it is. But back then, that's what he was supposed to do. Yeah. He's very good at it. So, 100%. I would say. Ronnie Lott. How All right. My first one, uh, I'm going with, and he has a documentary that's kind of be jumped around right now. I believe it's on Amazon, but it doesn't do it justice, man. You have to go see Barry Sanders. Yeah, man. Barry okay. Sanders yeah, is man. the type of cat. If you haven't seen Barry Sanders, yeah, man. do yourself justice. Do yourself a favor this week. Go watch a Barry Sanders YouTube highlight I mean, just it's follies, and it's not him; it's people trying to tackle him. He yeah. defied the laws of gravity. Yes. I remember watching a playoff game, a Lions in a playoff game. Yeah, believe good. it or not, well, that, you know, yeah, young folks like <laughs> Kyle—that's a thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember watching, and I remember he was down, and I looked down because I was doing something. And I looked up; I was like, "He's still going." I saw him get tackled. He defied the laws of gravity. Yeah, man, I remember, look, the cat is still running. <laughs> I'll never forget that. So that's a great win. Kyle Ledbetter. That's me. You're up. Okay, so I am a, a child. No here, punters, so. okay? No punters allowed. Oh, I'm, s- I'm so disappointed here. I wanted to watch some Marquette King highlights. Yeah, wow, what a shout. Remember, that, remember that time? That's a good call. Yeah. Remember when he picked up the flag and then threw it down <laughs> while he was dancing? It was great. Yeah. Um, so when I was a kid in San Diego, uh, I grew up rooting for the Chargers. I don't do that anymore, but... I saw during this year's Hall of Fame enshrinement that people were upset that Antonio Gates didn't get in on the first ballot. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know why Antonio Gates should have been in on the first ballot, go watch Philip Rivers to Antonio Gates. Yeah, man. I agree. And you'll get some LaDainian Tomlinson in there, too. Trust me. That's always entertaining, just like Barry Sanders. Mm -hmm. But Philip Rivers to Antonio Gates was amazing. They used to have the record for most touchdowns of any receiver to quarterback combination they are absolutely fantastic and fun to watch they played on some teams that scored a lot of points but gave up a lot of points so antonio gates is the person you should go watch and you'll get 
you know, some Philip Rivers, Ladanian Tomlinson in there as well. He was one of those hybrid tight end receiver types. Right? Absolutely, yeah. They're so yeah. common now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. And I know he yeah, played right. at the same time as Tony Gonzalez, but th- those two were yeah, kind well, of the embodiment Tony of that. were just special. Then, Emil Fragoso. Thank you. Me. That's a great one, That's Kyle. me. Yeah. Well, Kyle mentioned one that didn't make the Hall of Fame. I mentioned a player who did make the Hall of Fame, one near and dear, not only my heart, but to all four Niners faithful in the world. How about Mr. 52 himself, Patrick Willis. Yeah. Man, Patrick Willis, when he played football, Talk about guys to take head off of people. That man would hit you so hard, you get knocked in the next Tuesday. Patrick mm-hmm. Willis was a special, special player. And not only that, played seven, eight seasons, I believe, and was pretty much an all-pro in every single season. If not for a career-ending injuries uh, at the age of 30 years old, Patrick Willis would have been in the Hall of Fame a long yeah. time ago. Finally got his flowers this year. Well, deserved 935 career tackles. Patrick Willis. Great one. Those are great ones. That was probably the only question mark on his Hall of Fame Resume was he didn't play that many seasons, but when he did, look, if TD yeah. got in, if Gail yeah. Sayers exactly. got in, guys like yeah. that, he deserved to get and in. And it's why yeah. Luke Keekley will get in this year as well. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. Uh, last edition of Return of the Empire all season? Live edition. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll do some throughout the offseason, but live, yes. On, right on here. The yes. last one on here. Yes. yes, yes, yes. All right. What do you guys, what do you, what could we look forward to? Recapping Super Bowl experiences for myself, as well as what happened uh, during the game, uh, the injuries where the team currently stands, and the reactions to firing of Steve Wilkes and uh, Kyle's thoughts, you know, being on the winning side of that as well. We're going to have a conversation about that. Awesome. Nah, we ain't putting that on. I'm, I'm telling you, right now, we're going to cut that. Cut. Jay, thank you. Great job. Appreciate it. Thank you for being with us. Stick around. Return of the Empire is next. Have a great weekend. Sacktown Sports.